in Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6, one verse of scripture. Uh, everybody knows about Daniel in the lion's den. I would make the assumption. And this is in the midst of this story. In verse 16, it says, Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel. And they cast him into a den of lions. That's a bad place to find yourself. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. I want to preach for a few moments. I won't be long today, but just I want to encourage us with this. I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this. Come on, turn around and tell your neighbor, say, we're coming out of this. Uh, come on, lift your voice and pat yourself on the chest and say, I'm coming out of this. <laughs> I'm coming out of this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. And God, encourage us for just a few moments to hear what the Spirit would say, Lord, and give us that assurance of victory in this house today. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Clap your hands to the Lord before you're seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm coming out of this. You could be seated. God bless you. All these places that we find ourselves cast into, the Lord never intends for us to stay there. They may be necessary. Uh, uh, it was necessary. Uh, Daniel was headed for promotion, but he had no idea that it was going to come through the path that led him into and out of a den of lions. And the king was very sorry about having to put Daniel there. He, uh, some people who worked for the king did not like Daniel because Daniel uh, continually prayed to the living God. Uh, sometimes, listen, just because you're praying and doing everything right, don't be surprised if you lift up your eyes and find yourself cast into the midst of a den of lions or a fiery furnace or, or in the middle of a trial because uh, God's people find themselves in these places sometimes, but they're never meant for us to stay. God never intended, Daniel, this is where you'll make your house. This is where you'll live your life. This is where you're going to end your days in this den of lions. And the king, uh, he was so sorry that they had to put Daniel into there. And he uh, encouraged Daniel before they put him in this den of lions. and said, the God that you serve continually. There's something still today to be said for faithfulness to God. Now, listen, don't, don't be surprised if it's hard if you hadn't been faithful. I just I just get that quick, uh, that, that real hard statement out of the way. But that's the truth. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. We can't be living uh, for the Lord one day and living for the world the next. You can't walk on two roads. The Lord said you can't serve two masters. So don't be mad at the pastor today. I'm just telling you. Uh, there was something here in this scripture that we need to see that the God that we serve continually... He will deliver us. He will get us out of this. He will take care of what's waiting at the bottom of the pit. Whatever's waiting in the dark room, whatever's waiting to devour us, God is able. The Bible tells me that to submit myself to God. 
Then resist the devil and he will flee. I want to come out of some things. I want to come out of some trials, but I got to get busy submitting to God. And I got to make sure that I keep serving God even in the midst of my trouble. Daniel was in a foreign land. He was not in the home of his nativity. He was not where uh, the, the land that God had given uh, to his fathers. He was in the, the kingdom of a pagan king. But he still prayed three times a day like he always did. And that got him put in the den of lions. But that was only the pathway to the promotion. And the next morning when they came uh, to uh, the den of lions and they rolled away the stone and the king, uh, he hollers out to Daniel, Oh, Daniel, did God keep you? And he said, Oh, king, live forever. And the Bible says, And they brought Daniel up out of the den. And there was no manner of hurt found on him. He didn't get scratched. He didn't get bit. They didn't nibble on him. <laughs> Wasn't nothing wrong with Daniel when he came out of that place. God was able to deliver him. And I know that sometimes we find ourselves in places that we don't want to be. But we've got to stop giving up on God just because we find ourselves in an un uh, uh, unfriendly place. We find ourselves uh, with an enemy about trying to destroy us or we find ourselves in the middle of trouble or trial. I know this goes right along with our lesson this morning, but we need to remember that God's faithful and that God's able to bring us out of this. And God wants to deliver some people in this house today. Because, it, look, Daniel was there for a season. He was there for a night. We need to stop acting like where we end up is where we're going to stay. God never intended Daniel to stay there and God doesn't intend you to stay in the midst of your trouble he doesn't intend for you to go ahead and, and put down roots right there in the middle of your battle but he wants you to go through it he wants you to be victorious he wants you to walk in it he wants to pull you out he wants to promote you he wants you to show other people that my God is able to deliver come on does anybody still believe that Jesus has got delivering power today has there anybody found themselves lately somewhere where, uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. All I was doing was praying. I was just trying to talk to God, and I found myself in a mess. Well, sometimes it's like that, but let me tell you today that God will deliver. You just keep living for God. You just keep on with your hands on the plow. You just keep on making a way uh, to church. You just keep on making a way to pray and to fast and to do the things that God called you to, and God will deliver. Not might, not possible, uh, he will deliver. You believe that, preacher? I believe it. I believe that God is faithful. And I believe that I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And I've never seen his seed begging bread. I've never seen God cut us off. There is still no weapon formed against us that can prosper. I still happen to believe. And maybe it's old-fashioned. And maybe it's out of style. But I believe this God that I can't even see is able to deliver me today. That if I call on his name, he can heal. He can set free. He can cast out devils. He can get things out of my life. He can give me victory in the trial, in the temptation. God ain't lost no power in the 21st century. Come on, somebody. God ain't lost power today. He's still able. But is there anybody calling on his name in faith? Is there anybody saying, I'll walk through this trial and I'll be victorious because I know that God is on my side. 
I have not resolved myself to live in a den of lions. I have not resolved myself to stay in the valley of my trouble, but I'm headed on toward a table prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. There's some victory in the house today if you'll have it. Come on, you can be delivered in this place today if you'll just have it. Oh, I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to get you there, but you got to understand for yourself, I can't put it in you. But somebody needs to speak a word of faith just like the king did. Your God will deliver you. And I'm telling you this today. If you love the Lord and you're serving him, just hang on, honey, in the middle of that trial. God will come through. God is a healer. He is a deliverer. He's the savior of our soul. He still washes our sins away. The blood ain't lost no power. And the name ain't lost no power. And the Holy Ghost ain't lost no power. That tells me that the church hadn't lost any power. That the saints hadn't lost any power. Ah, you don't even, do you believe it? That greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I'm talking to you today. God's still a deliverer. Oh, I, I, I know. Well, we we just want that little calm kind of we'll go sit back and just uh, suffer humbly kind of church I forget that nonsense God did not call us to be slaves and to be in bondage to our enemies and to our troubles and to our trials but he said I come to set you free I come to deliver you the deliverer has come out of Zion friend I'm telling you the deliverer is here Oh, he's, he's a loving God. He's kind, and he ain't just sitting up high in the heavens looking at us through rose-colored glasses, but he's moving in the middle of this service because where there's two or more gathered in his name, he's still there in the midst, and all we've got to do is start believing, huh? even in the midst of the preaching. You say, well, as soon as the altar call, what about the altar call? What if you don't make it there? Well, oh, that'd be bad, preacher. But what if you don't? What, wonder why right in the middle of preaching, if you can say, what? Oh, that's hitting me. I feel something. And you could throw your hands up and say, God, deliver me right now. Set me free in my chair. Set me free right where I am. Oh, God's able to do it today. God can do it. We, we don't want to be so structured that we miss our moment. Oh, I feel God all over me, but they ain't gave the altar call yet. Honey, I've been preaching in places before where they hit the altar in the middle of the preaching. They wouldn't wait for somebody to say the altar's open. The altar's always open. You can always come down and fall on your face before God or lift your hands and praise his holy name because I'm not the one that regulates your deliverance. You are. Whether he can deliver or not, that's not in question. But will we believe him today that God will deliver? I need somebody to start having faith and quit trying to get somebody to have faith for you. It's time that you start believing that this God is real. Woo. Oh. Oh, come on, somebody. Hey, let me tell you, I'm going to preach till I don't have a voice, but I'm going to tell somebody today until you get it. God is able. God will deliver in this place. 
Oh, the king wasn't lying when he said it because it wasn't just a few verses later that they brought him out. And I told you, I'm going to preach to you today. I'm coming out of this. And I'm telling you today, you're coming out of this. These things that's been bothering you, it might be going on for a season. It may have been a long, dark night wondering, when will I get out of here? But today can be your day. You can say, oh, king, live forever because God is bringing me out. The door is open, and I'm about to take a step into my liberty. I'm about to take a new step into deliverance today, in healing today in the name of Jesus. Oh, let me tell you. God's able in this house. Won't you lift your hands across the room for just a moment? Oh, come on and touch the throne today. Oh, I'm here, God. I need an answer. I'm here. I need a touch. I need some strength. Oh, Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Give me a few more minutes. Give me a few more minutes. Come on, let's keep, let's just keep our mind on the Lord. You know, there ain't nothing. When you read the way that Scripture describes the lion, they use the lion, you know, to persecute the church. You'll read about that in Hebrews. And, but when you read about the strength of a lion and how they uh, talk about the lion, he doesn't back down from anything. He doesn't back down from anybody. He, he, he has the mastery over all he encounters. And, and just uh, uh, the lion is so powerful. And they put Daniel in that lion's den. I don't know how many lions were there. Don't know. Don't matter. One would have been enough. One would have been plenty. But, I, you know, whatever those lions represent today, it could represent addiction. But God's going to bring you out. They could be depression, but God's going to bring you out. Yeah, come on, somebody. It might be a, a, a lion of fear, but God's going to bring you out. Come on, somebody, you hear me? Come on, if, if whatever this lion is that, that you've, you've been thrown in the midst of, discouragement, confusion, doubt, whatever it might be. Today, God wants to bring you out. These things were not meant to have dominion over you. The scripture says we are more through conquerors through him. We're able to well overcome. We're able to do it. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Ain't nothing going to separate us from him. And, and wherever I find myself, there he is. God is able to deliver today. Oh, aren't you glad? Now, people wonder why we talk about, well, you need to serve the Lord. You need to stay faithful. You need to be true. You know why? Because sometimes your deliverance is going to hinge on that. Because the God that you serve continually, He will deliver. Oh, God is ready uh, to, to save, and God is ready to deliver today. But, oh, me. I want to make sure that I find myself faithful. I always want God to be faithful. Hello? 
Oh, we, oh, we want God to be faithful. God, hear my prayer. God, do this. God, answer me. God, come through. God, well, he's like, hey, you show up. You get down and pray. You find a place to fast. You find a place to serve. Mm-hmm. Hello. One of the titles of God's children is servant. Yeah. Or have we forgotten that at the end of time that he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want to make sure that I am serving him. And friend, one of the benefits of living for God and serving God absolutely is this, that he will deliver. I've lived for God long enough now, and I can tell you for over 31 years now, I have watched God come through time and time again because I'm still here. Oh, you say, well, you, you the pastor, you get a free pass. Pastors don't get no free pass. I think we get a bigger target on our back sometimes. But let me tell you something. that uh, It ain't because of who I am, but it's because of who he is. And let me tell you, God is a faithful deliverer. And the times where I have been discouraged, God has brought me out. When I found myself cast in places where my heart was broke, God has healed me and brought me out. And he's still doing that today. Ecclesiastes 7 and 18. This is one of these refrigerator scriptures. You need to put it on there because you know you're always going to the fridge. So I'll know you'll be reading it. Write it on a post-it note and stick it on there. It is good. Somebody say, it's good. It's good that you should take hold of this. Also from this, withdraw not thy hand. In other words, don't ever let this next statement go. He that feareth God shall come forth of them all. Oh, come on, somebody. It's good that you ought to take hold of this. Man, there's a lot of good scriptures. There's a lot of things. But the Lord's trying to tell you something. You want to make it another day? You want to make it several years? You want to keep going to the end of time? Then hold on to this. When you fear me, you will come forth of them all. It doesn't matter what comes against you. There ain't nothing that can hold you, defeat you, or beat you. There ain't no weapon form that's going to prosper against you. There ain't no night so dark that you won't come out of it. There ain't no sickness so bad that I can't heal it. Oh, come on, somebody. There ain't no prison locked so tight that I can't open the door. I'm trying to let you know something today that when you serve God and when you trust Him, I ain't talking about fear like I'm afraid of God, but I reverence God and I honor God and I trust God with my life. Oh, I'm going to come forth every single time. There ain't nothing. Why would I be defeated by a lesser, a, a lesser enemy? There ain't nobody can beat God. Ain't nobody greater than God. Ain't going to be no victories over God. Everything's under his feet. And greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm not going to let the enemy huff and puff and scare me that he might blow my house down. I'm going to come forth of them all. This world needs to see a people that are coming out. This world needs to see a people that ain't giving up. This world needs to see a people stand up and say, I serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Honey, I know one day every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess that he's the Lord. But today, while it's called today, who is standing up and saying, I serve the Lord God most high. Oh, when the enemy tried to destroy me, I stood up in the name of the Lord and said, I will come 
out of this, God will deliver me today. Come on, I'm trying to talk you off the ledge. I'm trying to get you back in line with God. Oh, you're close to giving up. You want to throw in the towel. You just want to sit back and say, this is just how it is. But it ain't never just how it is when it's with God. God is able today. Don't let go. Don't give it up. Don't throw this away. Don't, don't, Don't box this up somewhere. Hang on to this promise. He that feareth God shall come forth of them all. You'll come forth from all of your trials, all of your tests, all of those lion's dens, anything that you find yourself in, you will come forth. We don't give up. We don't back down. And we do not surrender. The writer in Hebrews 10 and 35 said, don't cast away your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. In other words, put your hand to this and don't let it go. Hold on to your confidence that God's going to deliver. God's going to move. God's going to heal. God's going to set free. We've got to keep proclaiming it. No matter what it looks like with the natural eye, just keep on coming against it. The words we speak in faith. There was a terrible storm. And the disciples were afraid. And the boat was filling with water. Hey, they didn't just think they were wet. They were soaking wet. They didn't just think the boat was sinking. The boat was actually sinking. They could see the tragedy that they were in. And Jesus simply said, Where is your faith? Peace be still. Just like that. Now let me tell you, you may never go out, or you might, and speak to a storm and it stopped raining. I don't know that we really ever have that kind of need. But if you did, I believe you could. But I believe that Jesus was showing us a principle. That when the storms of this life are raging, you can have peace in the midst of the storm. That even when it looks like the boat is going down, you ain't got to go down with the ship. You can say, peace be still. Oh, when we start speaking some things in faith, I know sometimes we, we, we think... We got to come up with some some kind of big grand gesture. But what's really grand about words, peace be still? It didn't say he screamed it, shouted it. He just needed them that were right there with him to hear it. Peace be still. I don't know how he said it, and I don't know if he did that. That was me. Peace be still. He don't have to throw it at her. But at his word, it stopped, and he delivered them, and they came out of the storm, and they made it to the other side, and they got to where Jesus wanted them to be. And honey, today, Jesus wants to take you somewhere. Quit just being resolved to sit and stay in in your misery and in your trouble and in your trial. Let God deliver you today. Believe that God can deliver in this house today. Believe that God is able to set you free and give you that new life. He's able. He's more than able. He's able to do. I need about five minutes and I'm going to be done. We're not going to cast away our confidence, which has great recompense of reward. He said, you just have need of patience. And after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise for yet a little while. And he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. When it's time, he'll be there. 
He could have got Daniel out of there anytime. They woke Peter up in the middle of the night in prison and opened all the doors so he could walk out. He could have got Daniel out in the middle of the night, but he said, this is what we need to do so everybody can see what I can do. So we just have a little need of patience, then God will bring the promise, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. The just shall live by faith, not die. They're going to live. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. But if any man draw back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back. That's not us. That's not us, church. There's a great cloud of witnesses that lets me know that's not us. We don't draw back. We don't throw in the towel. We don't give up. We don't recant. We don't go back. We don't say, oh, this this wasn't worth it. We stick it out with God because God always comes through. And no matter what, you'll have people telling you, why don't you just curse God and die? Job's wife. Wouldn't that be something that the only recorded words of your life in, in the eternal scripture are, why don't you curse God and die? I, I bet she would like to say, God, could we edit that? I sure hate that's the way pe- people think of me. I don't want, I'm not listening to people that tell me God ain't coming through. God ain't real. There ain't no God. What you got ain't true. What you got ain't real. Say what you want. Uh, but 31 years, uh, uh, I, I got 31 years that'll tell different. Uh, yeah, yeah, come on, somebody. Uh, I'm talking to you. Uh, I've seen God do things. I've seen him heal people, bring them back from the edge. I've watched him put lives back together. I've watched him heal homes, heal marriages, heal relationships, heal bodies, break addictions, break chains, open prison doors, uh, put gas in the tank, put money in the bank. I've seen God do it. There ain't nothing too hard for the Lord. And we need to be a people today that are standing up and crying out and saying, God can and will deliver today. And God is going to bring me out of this and I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. I'm going to serve the Lord. But that's not us. We don't draw back. But we believe all the way to the end, to the saving of the soul. Oh, we're going to make it to the end. God's going to take care of us all the way to the end. God has got our back. Psalm 33 and 18 says, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. God's always watching. And it is upon them that hope in his mercy. In Psalm 22, 4 and 5, Our fathers trusted in thee. Uh, they trusted and, they, and you did deliver them. This is something you need to be passing on. You need to be passing it down. He said, our fathers had this, and we've got it too. Daniel had it, and so do we. Paul had it, and so do we. Peter had it, and so do we. Come on, somebody. It's not just for these people written in these pages, but it's for us today. God is still doing miraculous works. I wonder if I got anybody in here that believes uh, uh, that this book ain't just nothing but a bunch of stories, uh, but it's actually uh, it's a map. Uh, it's a description of what God still does today. God's still healing people, and the children of God are still laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. They're still casting out devils in the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. God is still doing wonders. That's what he does. Uh, yeah, 
Bodies still being raised, that song said, and giants are still being slain. God is still doing miracles, signs, and wonders. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Would you lift your hands for just a moment and just worship the Lord? I, just, a, just a couple of minutes. God's about to get us out of here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is able. God is able. Well able to do today. God is well able to do today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. I want to speak the word of the prophet over somebody today. Isaiah 43 and 2. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, they won't, you won't be burned, and neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. I want you to hear me today. God is seeing where you are. And I, I'm going to read it one more time. This is for somebody in this place today. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. These things that are trying to cover you and trying to drown you and, and trying to drown your faith. God says, I see where you are today. And I'm speaking to you right now in the middle of your situation. And you need to know that even when you go through the rivers with that strong current trying to draw you away from where I've sent you, they will not overflow you. You're not going to be flooded out. You're not going to be destroyed. And when you find yourself in the fire, you will not be burned. The flame will not even kindle upon you. But you will come out if you'll just trust me. The Lord is talking to somebody right now in this house right here today. If you'll trust Him, He's letting you know right now, I see you and I've got your deliverance in hand. There is nothing that can harm you or take you out of my hand today. The Lord, He Satakah. Oh, hallelujah. That God is still a deliverer. Stand with me this morning in the house of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You hear what I'm saying? You can only go so far under your own steam, but you'll never make it out by yourself. But God has not left you, and God has not forsaken you. God is here today to deliver you. You think, I've prayed so many times. That's all right. God here has heard every prayer. I've cried and cried over this. God's seen every tear. And he, his, his delay isn't a denial of your request. God is still faithful. And He's heard what you're saying. He's seen where you are. And I need you to know something today. That God will deliver you. You hear me? Oh, you can only smile and hide it for so long. You need God to deliver today. It's time to take off the mask. It's time to stop putting on an act. 
And it's time to let God deliver. To really trust Him with your soul. To really trust Him with your life. To really say, God, I give this to you. I've tried to carry it. I've tried to, I've tried to spray paint it with, 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 with your love and mercy and make it look some way. But I just need to give it to you. I've tried to imitate your glory and your grace and your anointing. But it is the true anointing that destroys the yoke. And today it's time to stop playing like God will deliver. And it's time to let Him deliver. Oh, you'll be so much better. You'll feel so much better when you finally say, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk out of this prison of doubt. I'm going to walk out of this prison of fear. I'm going to get out of this prison. I'm going to leave all these lions of anger and bitterness and resentment behind. I'm going to leave all these things, of this, these lions of unforgiveness. These things that have just hounded me and encircled me and kept me cornered. But today, I'm coming out. God will deliver me today. In the name of Jesus, there is deliverance in this house today. The God of Daniel. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The God of Noah. The God of Lot. Come on. The God of Jonah. The God of David is in this house today. Yeah. That same God is here today. And, and, and He's the God of, of any of you, of me, today. And we can have what these great men and women of Scripture had. The God of the woman with the issue of blood. He's here today. The God of Lazarus. He's here today. And He's the resurrection and the life. Could we lift our hands one more time? And I want you to lift your hands in expectation. I want you to lift your hands in expectation today. Because you've carried this a long time. It's been a while, something you're going through, but today's the day. Deliverance is in this house. I declare deliverance over this church right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, there's an angel of deliverance in this house. It just might be that same angel that opened up the prison door and woke Peter up and said, come on, it's time to go. But the angel of deliverance is in this house today. But will you step out? It ain't enough to just wake up and realize God's doing something. Will you, will you step out? Will you say, God, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of this place. Deliver me, God. Deliver me. Why not today? 
Why not today, church?